Hey everybody, this is Jeff Britton with my good buddy Ken McElmore from Liberty Live Church. We want to welcome you to the 2414 Podcast. Hey guys, welcome. Ken, how you doing? I'm doing great, Jeff. How about you? Me too. I'm really enjoying <laughs> the opportunity to have these podcasts and talk about the 2414 program. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I appreciate you doing this. Hey, no, it's been a great, it's been a blessing for me too. So today, we're going to talk about logistics. Yeah. And I'm a little freaky about logistics myself, right? I, I like to know what's going on, what's happening, how are we going, and all that stuff. But Probably just, the most exciting thing of the trip, right? It's our logistics. It, it, it can be the most exciting thing. The stuff that I don't right. care about, you know, I'm glad you do. Exactly. That's why we're a good team here. So, because you just can't pack up a group of kids and take them overseas, can you? You normally can't, you know. <laughs> Sometimes. There's some that do. There's but, some that uh, do that. You know, we've had some kids do that. Yeah, not with us. And so, you know, there when when you're going to take a group of kids across the pond potentially what in the world are some of the considerations you got to have right? yeah you know obviously they're, they're simple things but you know what you you need to do this early and the first thing to consider is passports you have got to get that passport lined up and you know it depends on the time of year it depends on the year uh during covid you know how things got kind of crazy for us but during non-covid years um, people are traveling, and you got to do that early. Yeah. Um, the reason we really highly suggest you do it early is because before you can buy tickets, you have to have passport numbers, you have to have legal names as they are on your passport. You have to have all that stuff before your travel agent can even purchase your tickets. So right. get those early. Students have a tendency to <laughs> put stuff off, yeah. and it can take up to eight weeks. Uh, hopefully it doesn't take that long. And we have had students that had to pay an extra couple hundred bucks to have it rushed. Yeah. And so they were going to be left behind. So do it do it early. Do it the first thing when you start the program. Yeah, so. and even if if we if you have students who already have a passport, there's a yeah. window of like if it expires within six months, yeah, you that's can't right. use it. So yeah. you've got to be able to, even if they got them, you got to check them. That's right. That's right. And a lot of your students are underage. And so under the age of 18. So when that happens, I believe their passport's only good for five years. Five years. And uh, if you're normal, if you're an adult, 18 or over, it's good for 10 years. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, be sure and check that. And even if they say they have their passport, I would say I want to <laughs> see a copy because I want to see that, that your passport is still good, like you just said, Jeff, six months after we... Uh, get off the plane and come back to America. Yeah. So one of the things I like that 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 you do with the twenty four fourteen program, which I've actually uh, borrowed on my trips overseas, is that when you take the you you used to take their passports, right? And then you give them back to us, right? Because you want anybody losing them, we anybody losing them, yeah. And you give Leaving us back home. two or three laminated copies of yeah, our passport absolutely. that we can put in our backpack, put in our bag, yep. put in our stuff. That is that's that's. Travel tip, awesome. Absolutely, we have. Yeah. I have, you know, I have my assistant, former assistant. It'll probably be me now, doing yeah. it until I can get one. Uh, but yeah, we make copies, and here's what we do. Uh, let's say I'm the team leader. Jeff's one of the leaders. My assistant makes copies of everybody's passport on that trip, and gives you a copy, and gives me a copy. Then my, they also in these packets make copies of the passport to give to the individual. So. Student A would have their passport with them, but a paper copy, but they'll also have a laminated copy, color copy of their passport, so they can carry that around in the city versus their real passport. And we usually lock those passports up when we get to country because you do not want that student losing that passport. No, no. Yeah. And, and you know what? We, we've slacked off a little bit as far as allowing um, students to keep their passports. Like I have a couple of them right now, but a couple of them need them for trips before they go. And that's okay. But here's what we do. We make sure and tell them. 
if you leave your passport at home and we're halfway to D.C., we're not going back. Right. And, you know, we'll let you let your parents come get you or whatever, but we're not going back. So they are totally responsible for any change fees that have to be initiated because they left their passport at home, didn't bring it, you know. And so we really yeah. draw the line there and, and make sure that it, we're pretty strict. Yeah. And we have a safe at the church. We put our passports in, so yeah. we keep them safe. We want them to keep up with their Bible and their passport. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, it's funny, uh, you know, nowadays I'm sure it'll, it's coming that you can put it on your phone, but yeah. right now your passports can't be on your phone because you have to stamp them and all that kind of stuff. Right. So. so passports, passports, passports. Yeah. And, 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 and there's, you'll find there's a bell-shaped curve of readiness with that. you got the kids, like we talked about, that'll wait six weeks before we leave and may not get it. Yeah. So, right? And there's a do. So, exactly. Um, all right. So passports are number one. So let's think about other logistics on the trip. You know, fundraising is one. Right? Yeah. Right. So yeah. We, we tell, talk about fundraising in the program. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you what we do also with 2414 is we supplement these trips quite a bit. Mm-hmm. We want it to be um, – we want it to be where they can go, and it's not overwhelming. Now, some trips are overwhelming. When people think $2,000, how am I going to raise that? And these trips usually cost us around $2,100, $2,200. Uh, for us, at our at our church, we have only made them pay about eight fifty to 900 somewhere depending on the trip, depending on the time of the year. We, we have them raise that much. But one of the things we, we do is we want them to go through the process to raise money to see what that's like, to rely on the Lord. And, and here's what we do. We ask parents, do not give a dime to this trip. Um, some have done it anyway, um, but, but we ask them, please do not give to this trip unless it gets to the end and it's absolutely necessary to do so because here's what we want. We want the students to know what it means to pray for the money and to see God uh, miraculously, miraculously step in and do crazy things with, you know, that's the way to see God moving in their life. We want them to struggle. We want them to struggle with how am I going to raise support? What am I going to do? And you know what, Jeff, students do different things. Like we had a young lady that had a skill of baking. She kind of had her own little company. All mm-hmm. She's a junior in high school, you know, right. doing this stuff. I thought it was amazing. And she raised all of her money by selling cupcakes and different baked goods that she would sell from her business and she put that aside that is great if they want to work for the money to get it to go i'm good with that or they can fundraise and we've had them do different things there some of them will just send out the the typical letter support raising you know all that kind of stuff some of them have said you know what i'm gonna have a garage sale and they've had a garage sale and they they tell people hey come by my garage sale this is for my trip you know, blah blah blah, and actually, you could probably give tax deduction on that. Now, I'm not. I, this is a disclaimer. I, I right? talk to your tax advisor first right. before you do right. anything. Right. But you know, if they could, they could just say, "Hey, here's a garage sale type thing, and any donations that you want to make towards my trip are right here, and you can right. deduct that or something." So we've had people do you do garage sales to try to raise the money for their trip. Um, sold T-shirts. Some sold T-shirts. t-shirts. Yep. Yeah. Designed T-shirts and sold them. Yeah. Yeah. Some have done that. So there's a lot of different ways. And here's the neat thing we've seen. We have not seen one student not get their money. Because mm-hmm. when people hear that it's students and they're going and the reason they're going and 2414, uh, God just opens the doors and people are willing to give to that. 100%. So, yeah, yeah we haven't seen a problem. So what happens when I'm making it up? Uh, my goal is nine hundred dollars, and my donors have blessed me with two thousand dollars. I get that money back, Ken? No, you don't. Okay. You don't. You know, once that money goes in to the kitty, then uh, we try to find other ways to help them. 
Uh, so, for example, if there's a certain like a country, you have to have yellow fever shot. Uh, if they raise over that, then sometimes in the past we have allowed them to turn in their receipt and get their money back. We're starting to work away from that because actually the trip does cost twenty one, twenty two hundred dollars. Okay, you raised two thousand. We're still short. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just helping the church not have to fund some. Or it may end up going to help somebody else. Mm-hmm. So let's say somebody else is struggling. Uh, you know, that money goes towards the kitty for the whole trip yep. is what it does. You cannot, by law, I cannot, by law, take a tax deduction from somebody and then turn around and give that to you in, right. in that form or fashion because that's like, you know. It's we're, rebating we're, in our business. Yeah, yeah, rebating or it's it's laundering in some <laughs> true, it's laundry, money laundering. It's more like laundering. Because yeah, you, yeah. you, know, you, you get a tax deduction, all of a sudden you get the money back. So that's not fair. That's not right. That's illegal. Right. And so, uh, but that money does stay in the kitty. And so even though they raised over, um, yeah, that money stays right there. They don't get it for themselves personally. And for the leaders on the on, listen to the podcast, one thing we encourage the kids to do, if they come up, if they pray about their fundraising and they pray about the list of people to send it to and they pray over those letters, it just amazing things happen. Yeah. And, and we've seen them also, part of that logistical of the fundraising is letters. That's one way. And especially with uh, a generation that's not super – on the internet, you know, type thing. We say, do this, have a return. We, we walk them through the logistical process mm-hmm. of having that return envelope already made out so that all they have to do is write a check and put it in the mail without having to go look for a stamp and all that. But nowadays, of course, we're, we use we use a, a different thing where it's online. And, uh, you know, we just it's done through email, it's done through Instagram, social media. Hey, I'm going on a trip, click this link, help me go, blah, blah, blah. And it's been, it's been really good. So. Yeah, and if you're a leader that's going through this for the first time, can provide you all the templates for those things. You've got letter templates and all that stuff that we have Yeah, we put that in the manuals and stuff. And then we also use a program that that allows you to put, it's only 20 bucks a trip, it's online. Uh, it allows you to put all the information in there about your trip, about documents you need people to sign, about how to load your passport. It's all in this one program yeah. that it makes it easy uh, for an online presence. Absolutely. So, and so one thing, this is a quick quick subject what about what about visas what about getting in a country yeah you know the countries that we take 2414 to right now we do not need a visa we walk in on an american passport but if you have to get a visa there's several companies out there you can choose which ones you use we use one called travel document systems you do have to pay extra to get your visa from them so it would be the visa fee plus their fee per passport to get it but you know to me it's, it used to be, well, I don't even want to quote a price, but it used to be in the $40, $50, $60 range, depending on what country, for their fee and then whatever the visa was for that country. Right. So, like, uh, in some countries, it was quite expensive. It could be run up to $300 to go on that, to that country mm-hmm. for a visa. But let me tell you, it is it's so much easier because we sent them our passports, we sent them the money, and they took care of the rest, mm-hmm. you know, and they did everything. So, to me, it's worth it, but really, right now, we're going to countries that don't need for our for our students that is we're, that don't need a visa. Sure, is what we're doing. Well, something interesting you brought up visas reminded me of a story that or reminded me of an experience I had on one of our trips where we had to get visas and we went in country and well, as soon as we landed they required almost like a tax. Now I'm not, I think that's probably a scam, probably taking advantage of everybody getting off the airplane. I get that, but that made me think about money. So people might be thinking, Ken, 
how much do I do I get my foreign currency before I go? How much money is the yeah, good how, question. how do you do the money on that? Yeah, stuff? you know what I have been doing is I've tried several things. One is uh, in one country, the missionary just said, uh, we can get it out of the money machine, get it out of the money machine. Problem with that was we can only get $300 a pop. And we could get it out in this foreign country. You know, we could get the local currency out of my bank account. Um, we'd put the check in before we went and then mm-hmm. took it out. But, man, you got to go every day. Mm-hmm. And you, you have a limit. And so that trip in-country finances costs quite a bit. And so I just started doing what we do with all our other trips. I just started taking cash in. Mm-hmm. I just started taking cash. Now, in most countries, you have to get really good bills. I take $100 bills. They can't have any markings on them. They can't be all crinkled. Right. They, ha- they don't have to be new, but they need to be pretty close. And so what I'll do is I'll call my bank and say, hey, I'm coming to get a $9,000 check. You know, can I get good bills? And they're, they're, they usually work with us very well. And they'll have it ready when I get there a lot of times. And so you walk in with that cash, and that's what I do. And then trade it once we get in country, trade the bills. A new thing we are going to try, uh, you know, uh, with the coming world, as, as Jeff and I are laughing here, but we're kind of into crypto, and we've seen some guys using crypto. So we're going to do a test run on this first, I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, but right now it is coming into the summer of 2021. And we have discovered that there is a money machine, a crypto uh, ATM, crypto ATM in the country we're going to. So we're going to try it. Uh, our, our financial uh, guy here at the church is into that. And he's going to, we're going to work it to where he sends me money and we try to take it out ATM. That's and if that's the case, boy, that'll, that'll change the world. Because what happens then, Jeff, is that not only... Could we possibly not take any very much money in and just take it out? Depends on how much you can get out. If it's the three hundred mark, we're probably. But in an emergency, mm-hmm. possibility exists that we could. Hey, man, we had an emergency. Instead of use a credit card, just send us. The, yeah. we'll, we'll pay with cash. I'd rather pay with cash anytime I can. Right. So cash talks, man. Y- yeah, cash talks. You know, you yeah. you pull it out and it's right there, and they're like, right, okay, we'll do this for you. Well, you we know, had some interesting situations <laughs> where we needed cash. Absolutely. To keep moving. <laughs> Absolutely. I take way more than we need. Right. Because I, I had one year when I I was thinking I didn't have I almost didn't have enough. Wow. And I we somehow I not we I I uh, underestimated, and so luckily one of the team members uh, she had a card that we could take out from the money machine, yeah. so we added it up and then I paid her back. Well, so. one of the things we need to do is after this trip, a little post trip podcast on the crypto side, and we won't go into that right now necessarily. But I think if 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 we successfully test out this crypto thing it could open up a lot of mission funding down the road bingo right you I can mean, send stuff to missionaries like like lightning right and you know of course they need to take that money out right away because crypto's as you and volatile. i know it's very volatile <laughs> right now it's, it's, it's a buyer's market right it, now it's a buyer. <laughs> so i'm about to re- get ready to buy more so right. that when it when it goes that's back that, up for the listeners that aren't into crypto that means it just tanked but we'll hold on to it it'll, it'll go back up so but, but good stuff about money because really it's, it's something that you got to have on site and if you're not planning for that yeah a lot of us especially in future generations might say well i'll just take my visa over there right yeah and do that type thing yeah 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 so um yeah so what about you know we we talked a lot about some of the logistics but then one other logistic is um getting the parental consent stuff yeah you need to make sure and talk to your lawyer and we've got our lawyer who's made up a parental consent form uh, if the student's 18 or over, we have them sign their own. If they're under 18, their parents have to sign it. Um, 
Yeah. yeah and what yeah. are some of those things that, that you're getting the consent for, though? Well, you, you know... Um, Is it more of a release as well? It, it's a release from any liability because, you know what, uh, we, we can't guarantee anything. I yeah. mean, you know what, the plane could go down, you know. Um, a lot of things can happen. I mean, it's never happened. We've never right. had anybody. Uh, as you well know, we had your son who mm-hmm. got sick. We had another student who got sick. And uh, we had that. They were fine afterwards. They sure. just ate something that they probably shouldn't have. Right. Uh, <laughs> like the and then they, they went back as alumni the next year. And, <laughs> and did it again. And did it again. <laughs> so, anyway. But they didn't get sick that time. Yeah. They, they, I guess their bodies got used to it. But, so. uh, uh, you, you know, it, it uh, it's funny. But, yeah, we do ask a parental consent, and that's very important. And it, our form is in their packet as well? Yeah, our okay. form is always in the packet. We, we put it on the website, actually, parents can sign it. Yeah, but please it. consult your own legal team yep. about that in your churches to do yeah, that. Yeah, you so, got to do that. You so then, you know, I'm the insurance guy in the room, right? Yes, That's you my are. my day job. Yeah. So talk about, what about type of, like, health insurance or any other insurance elements of the trip? Yeah, yeah. You know, State Farm doesn't cover these kind of things. <laughs> We've tried to get you guys. <laughs> We're not global yet. You're not right? global We're yet. Right? But, uh, no, there are companies that do missionary travel, and we're trying a new one. Right now, it's MTA Travel. It sounds really, really good. The cool thing about it is they'll cover things like hospitalization. They'll cover uh, if we have a change of tickets or something happens with somebody getting sick. Uh, they cover different things, so you'll have to look on their website. But here's what I like about them is um, in an emergency, most of these, uh, one of them's Gallagher, I think, that the IMB uses. We're kind of shifting away from them. But this new company that we're trying, they have their own airplanes, So they have their own airplane. So if in consulting with the doctor on the on the ground, it's decided that we do need to get them out of that country and take them to a more, you know, uh, better hospital, whether it's America or whether it's someplace else in the West, like France or someplace like that. uh, They have their own airplanes and they'll fly it in, Mm -hmm. pick you up take you there and that's very appealing to me and we have never had to do that as i've been a missions pastor at this church we did have to do it when i was a missionary in russia Mm -hmm. so we did have to have a travel emergency and uh we had a guy come in and we had a plane that they had to come in and take a guy out we've also had that happen to one of our missionaries that that in uh, an african country that had to take their daughter out to france and get her some care so it's a very neat thing so yeah they're covered Get that insurance. It's not that expensive. Somewhere to five bucks a day, maybe. I'm not sure. And that's built into the cost of the trip, right? That's built into the cost of the trip. You know, you think about, you know, you're spending 50, 75 bucks a person for something like that. That's huge. And so I really, really recommend that don't go without it. Don't go without it. Well, that's a great segue into another part of logistics the medical or the health side of this trip how do we, how do you how is your team set up how is our team yeah, set up? yeah we trip until the crowd yeah we take we take a nurse on every trip we have we've taken three different nurses this is our third nurse um but they are there uh the parents let them know what prescription meds maybe some of the students are on we we don't we treat our students like adults. Mm-hmm. They're not kids, really. Right. We call them kids just because we're older, but they are. They we treat them like adults. And as you'll hear in another podcast, they have to do a lot. It's up to them. They've got to be responsible. But we want that nurse to know what they're taking, what the you know what's going on. So we get all that. The nurse is there to take care of that. Uh, the nurse advises as to any shots, meds that are needed in that country. Mm-hmm. For example, some countries require yellow fever shots. Some don't. Some it's you know optional. Um, they are there in case somebody something happens. So the very first year, one of our students got sick. Uh, we were able to, you know, we had a doctor who could speak English. He was trained in the Western world. 
and uh, he spoke good English. He came in and diagnosed his food poisoning. We paid him, and our nurse was there just to, uh, to look after her, and she took care of her. She actually stayed behind on some of the outings we went on and made sure that that young person was ready to fly out because right. that's the thing. If it happens close to the end, you want to fly out. You right. don't want to be left behind. And so uh, that nurse stayed there and babysat her and took care of her and made sure she was okay. Yeah, it's a long trip. I can't imagine how long it would be if you were sick. I'm oh, uh, yeah, just ask your son. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> Dude, he right. knows. Yeah, that's true. You're right. You didn't think about that. So, yeah, so the nurses on the team, you know, there's also the CDC website is awesome for telling people what they might need in country and stuff like that, right? It's yeah, it's good. Of course they're going to air totally Of course. They're going to tell you the, in the world, right? Yeah, yeah, they want you to get every shot in the entire world. Right. Uh, what we found is a lot of students that are in public schools that have to go through and get those shots. They've had a lot of those shots anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, we do recommend and we don't we don't make it. It's not mandatory, but we do recommend Hep A, Hep B mm-hmm. uh, shots, yeah, you know, sure. to make sure you're immune against that. Uh, malaria meds, stuff like that. Got to have malaria meds in the countries. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you bring up a good point. Some of the not over-the-counter prescription meds that we tell them to go get, we tell them to go get Cipro from their doctor, tell them they're going overseas to whatever country, and tell them they'd like Cipro in case, you know, they get the stomach traveler's Mm -hmm. diarrhea because that can tear you up. I mean, I've seen... Uh, I've been blessed. I've I had it. I've no. Have yeah. you? Okay. Well, I've been blessed. I, I don't know. God's given me an immune system in the stomach, I guess, because right. I lived overseas for a while. I got exposed to a lot of junk, but uh, I've been blessed. And, uh, you know, knock on wood. Is this plastic? No, knock on, you knock on your head. Knock on my head for right. wood. I, I, it can happen to me, so I'm not going to say it can't, but I've seen a lot of people yeah. get it. So the Cipro is really, really good, and it clears up pretty fast. We also suggest. Um, and this is in consulting with doctors and our nurses, Z-Packs. Z-Packs help if you've got respiratory, which I, I have that some. I'll get respiratory stuff. Allergies will turn into an infection. So we get Z-Packs. It is interesting. In some of these countries, and especially the one we go to right now, you don't have to be a doctor to walk in and get most of those meds like Cipro or Z-Packs. You can go into the pharmacy. Like when I was in the Middle East, mm-hmm. I, I bought a bunch of doxycycline. You know, right. you can get that. And I had a doctor with me saying, yeah, get this. Let's get this. And I just take it home and have it for when we when I need it and stuff. So you can get a lot of that stuff over there. But we really think it's better to bring it from America. And the, qual- the interesting thing is when we have to go get it for the students over there, it's still good stuff. It's not. It's prepackaged. It's made either in America in France or, or it's made in France. Right. It's made in a Western country usually. Some of it's India, but it's good stuff. And uh, we've talked to many doctors. Said, yeah, this is this is good stuff. And so, um, yeah, just just your nurse will know what to do. Gotcha. So. Well, that, that's a that's a lot of logistics and and passports, nurses, fundraising, you know, insurance, all the things, parental consent. But it's something that needs to be prepared for. You got to plan. I mean, plan. You what, do. What's the saying? failing to plan is planning to fail right? yeah so yeah you gotta have these things yeah and i mean even down and i know a lot of people that that might be in a situation where they don't have an assistant or the missions don't have a missions department or anything like that you could still do all this i mean you know my assistant would just i mean she would call it even comes down to rental cars oh if gosh, you're going to take rental like cars that, to airport because right? we as as if you don't know we are about three hours south of dullas but if we drive up to dullas uh, it's DC, by the way, that area. Yeah, I'm sorry, D- DC area, Washington DC area. We can fly almost anywhere straight, or at least only one or two connections. So it's really good for us to do that. Mm-hmm. You may not have that, but what we do is we we rent one way vehicles and we pile. We meet at the church and we pile all the kids in and go from there. Versus meet us at the airport because sometimes you meet them at the airport, they're late or this or that, the other. So it's a mm-hmm. it can be a hassle. So yeah. uh, we really try to 
funnel those logistics into almost a hurry up and wait model because with students you never know what's going to happen mm-hmm. you know what they're going to lose what they're going to do yeah. so yeah plan agreed. ahead <laughs> agreed we've been there there too so well great <laughs> kenny mack thanks for the logistic information appreciate your time today if anybody's got any questions what's the best way to get in touch with you well they can call me at the church 757-826-2110 or they can email me at kmclemore at libertylive.church sounds great well thanks Kim, for your time yeah thank you